Hello everyone, uh, this is a new episode with my comments on the latest information security news. I want to start with something about attacks on exchange. Proxy shell is in the news. The log file ransomware compromised more than 2000 servers. On the other hand, there is basically nothing to say here. Proxy shell is the name for three vulnerabilities. The bulletins for remote code execution CV2021-34473 and server elevation of privilege CV2021-34523 were released on July 13th, but were fixed by April patch Tuesday patch. Yes, it's happened sometimes. The bulletin for security feature bypass CV2021-31207 was released on May 11th. Users had four months to install the updates. Interestingly, two out of three vulnerabilities have the property less likely to be exploited. As you can see, it is pretty useless. In addition to these spring vulnerabilities, there was also a set of July vulnerabilities. It's not yet clear if they will be used in real-life attacks, maybe yes, maybe no, but you need to install patches anyway. One thing is clear, Exchange is a great target. It is used almost everywhere. It is a Windows host that is reachable at the perimeter of the network. It is scary to patch it. When the email server stops working, it becomes very noticeable. And keeping exchange without updates is even worse. Therefore, the only option is to change the infrastructure so that testing and installing the updates should take a minimum of time. The patch released on Tuesday should be ideally installed on Wednesday. I'm not even talking about the pathologists when the organization continues to use Exchange 2010 for which there are no updates. Have you already seen a nice analysis of a Zoom remote code execution that doesn't require any user interaction? About two minutes of magic with call, message, notifications and a calculator window appears on the target host. Very cool and effective. And here it should be noted that Zoom does not force updates. To update you need to go to settings and click the check for updates button. I had version 2.7.4 and Zoom was not showing any notifications. After clicking on check for updates, Zoom has updated to 2.7.6. Forced updates are not configurable in any way via the GUI, but in a corporate environment it seems like it can be enabled using group policies. Enable client auto update enable silent after update, always check latest version. Cool story, Citrix quietly removed positive technologies employees, Klushnikov and Medov from the acknowledgement sections for CV 2019-19788 and CV 2020-8209 vulnerabilities. There was a mention in March but not in August. Citrix just cancelled the thanks, so to speak, and it is clear why they use sanctions against positive technologies. And when Citrix was pointed out and shamed on Twitter, they returned everything back, also quietly. 
such a cuties. And finally, not news, but an interesting feature of the Brave New World. How it used to be. You buy hardware and use it until it breaks. Now any hardware requires constant updating for safe operation. And after a certain moment, the vendor shrugs his shoulders and say, sorry, end of life. For example, this is how Cisco responded the remote code execution vulnerability CVE 2021-34730, CVE score 9 and 8, in the UPnP service for SMB routers RV110W, RV130, RV130W, and RV215W. They write that either disable UPnP completely or throw out the router and buy a new one. On the one hand, UPnP is certainly not secure and you do not need to use it. But come on, this is a legitimate feature and Cisco doesn't want to fix vulnerabilities in it not so old hardware released in 2011-2013. Moreover, this is not the first remote code execution in these routers that they do not want to fix. In April there was CV2021-1459 in the admin web interface. In terms of functionality, the devices are quite adequate given that they now cost less than 100 bucks. Quote, the RV130W wireless and router offers investment protection as your small business needs evolve. This multifunctional networking device features gigabit Ethernet connection including a four-port managed switch, USB 3G, 4G failover support, built-in high-speed wireless and access point, IP security, IPsec, VPN for flexible remote access, support for separate virtual networks and wireless guest access. End of quote. And formally they are right, but I would like the support period to be longer and critical vulnerabilities were fixed even after this period and there was an opportunity to install alternative firmware and there was mandatory marking when the device turns into a pumpkin. There is a lot to wish for. And this is it for today. Please subscribe and leave your comments. Bye.